Join me in prayer, friends. God, we thank you that you continue to speak to us through your word and through song. God, I'm grateful for gathering us together this evening as your people, brothers and sisters, united by your spirit. Speak with us this evening. Amen. Well, good evening, friends. We are here again at an Ash Wednesday service, which usually serves as a a very powerful reminder of the fragility of life and our own mortality. We say, remember, you are dust and to dust you shall return. And um, I'd actually, I'd like for you, in case if you were able to get ashes or not able to receive ashes today, what I invite you to do is, um, it's Ash Wednesday is meant to be embodied, which can be hard to do if we're uh, on our Zoom uh, services and tiles. So if you weren't able to receive ashes, or even if you were, I'd love for you to, to take your hands and to just trace a simple sign of the cross on your palms to be reminded that you are dust and to dust you shall return. But this year, it's different. And we know this, this time through the church calendar, the fragility of life is all around us and our own mortality is ever before us. I mean, we know that life is brief, but even though our mortality is is common and before us, Our life that we're given, though a vapor, is a gracious gift. And recognizing our mortality, we can see that these lives that we have, yes, made of dust, but dust stirred to life by the breath of a living, loving God. These are the lives we have. So I'm grateful for the gift of life today, for my life and my family's lives and for your lives and and even for the loved ones that we've lost during this season. We burn these palms and turn them into ashes to point to the good news of Easter that God holds us in life and through death. And this season, we're especially reminded of this fragility as the pandemic and the restrictions and the injustices that have come to the surface even more have affected us in our common life. Henry Nowen writes that our life is full of brokenness, broken relationships, broken promises, broken expectations. And he continues, how can we live with that brokenness without becoming bitter and resentful except by returning again and again to God's faithful presence in our lives. And so ashes are not just a sign of our mortality, but they're also a sign of our returning to God, a sign of repentance. And so as Laura prayed and as we've sung uh, about this season being a season of reflecting and returning to God, it's helpful to ask some questions to think about your own life and maybe what has crept in during this pandemic, maybe hurtful patterns of behavior or attitude, and maybe you've built up walls between yourself and God or your neighbor or a family member. So we acknowledge the brokenness and and we confess our part in it, individual and collective. 
But this invitation to return to God is an invitation to simplify, to say, what needs to go from my life that's a gift? What needs to be removed? What do I need to live faithfully? So Lent can serve as a, a season of restart, as Lee reminded me today, a time to recenter ourselves in the life of Jesus. Because as we saying in Come Thou Fount, we know that we've wandered at times, but we also trust that God's spirit follows us wherever we go in height or in depth. And uh, if you're trapped in the four walls of your home, in the kitchen or the living room or your office, which has become your dining room table and back again to your office, that God's spirit has followed us in all of those places and is calling us back always again and again to the home of God. I remember from um, Joel 2, this I'd forgotten about this passage, but uh, Joel 2, 12 and 13, it says, Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and with mourning. Rend your hearts, not your clothes. Return to the Lord your God. And this is the bit about why we do this. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relents from punishing See, what was once whole has been broken and fragmented and cracked, and we feel it, but it's being healed and mended and made new, and that's the good news. We're journeying to Easter, to the forgiveness that God promises us. And just as 1 John tells us that if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so now together in this moment with the hope of forgiveness, let us confess our sins to God with one another. Lord God, it is hard to think that we will die someday. We dream, make plans, and talk about what we'll do in the near future. We don't always think about what you want. Instead, we make choices that we think are good for us. But we are only here because you take care of us. We confess that we forget we need you all the time. We confess that sometimes we make choices that aren't what you want. We don't know what is best for our lives. Holy God, we are sorry for our sin. Help us to remember we live because of you. Help us to do what you want us to do through Jesus, our Lord. Amen.